Whether you're driving home or listening at home on your phone or someplace else, welcome to our show. Go Yard is all about hitting a home run in life and succeeding in areas where maybe you've had some hard times. I'm Mama Mac. Along with me is my co-host, Dr. Angel Falzoni. And we're back live in the studio. We are live. It feels good to be back live. You know, we usually are, but we've had, I was in a missionary trip. You were gone. We just had some things going on. We've had to do a couple of reruns. And, but, you know, the reruns are great. They're valuable because we've got some really good stuff out there, you know? Yes, we do. And we have a lot of stuff out there. Somehow <laughs> we have been on the air for quite some time now. Yeah. So two and a half years almost. Yeah. Hard to believe. And loving every minute of it and enjoying the ch- chance to be right here in the studio with our engineer, Pete, and to talk about some new things in this new year. Happy New Year. How you doing? Yes. Yeah, same to you. Happy right. New Year. Yes. yes. Bucks ended up their season, didn't they? Yeah, nine and seven, a little bit short of the playoffs, but that's okay. You know, they did better. You did know? a lot better than a lot of people thought. Exactly. So that was only one win off of my prediction. So. Was it? <laughs> and, one I, win. and I bring up the Bucks because you are you cover them and you do all kinds of stuff. I on do. The sports, I cover your sports show. Yeah, the Sports Web on Saturday afternoons, yes. the only FM sports talk show in the Tampa Bay area on Saturday afternoons from three and to five. That stars you. And that's right. And Sean, <laughs> the Sports Don, and then also the TV edition, the Sports Web, which I post on Facebook. Yeah, also, cool. what you see. So yeah. So yes, yeah. yeah, so that's why I mentioned the Bucks because thank you're, you. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, we're back with our lovely little counseling show here <laughs> and uh, or life coaching show, Dr. Angel. What do you want to call it? You know, it's really a life coaching show okay. because we're looking for those strengths and you learning how to just grab them and utilize them and use those to get this. Get the, us to where we're trying to go. Exactly. And we're all trying to go someplace. Some people may not appear to be trying to go anywhere with their lives. Maybe they've become stuck in a rut. Maybe it's status quo. Maybe it's just this is life and it's going to be like this. And they, and we're going to jump right off in this new year and start with a series that is really, I we hope, propelling people to think differently about this new year. Absolutely. You know, um, each new year, I love the new year. It's such oh, I a, a too. freshness. I do too. I love it it's every a year. Great time to kind of evaluate, you know, yes. where you've been, where you want to go, what's working, what's not working. Right. And it really has that newness to it. It does. It feels great. Don't you think that a lot of people feel that way about the new year? Or do you think a vast majority of people just ignore it? I mean, and go go right through it, plow through it. Well, you know, I think they kind of get that feeling for maybe the couple days. Right. And then it kind of wears off, wears off. And, and they don't use that momentum to push them forward a little bit more than they have been in their past. Exactly. So this is the first Thursday night of our new year. And so it's a good time to start with this series. And what is the name of it? This series is Dream Big. Dream Big. Big. Whoa. Huge. Huge. Enormous. <laughs> this is not about setting New Year's resolutions, which okay. we've done shows on and we talk about the statistics that most people don't keep them and right. they lose them and then they get discouraged. Right. This is about dreaming big. This is a big picture okay. type of In other process. words, kind of looking at your whole life and seeing where you want to go, not necessarily just looking at this particular year. Absolutely. This is kind of a whole picture looking. And it's funny because, okay. you know, in therapy, one of the questions I, I love to ask my patients is, in your perfect world, what would it look like? Oh, wow. I how bet would you, do you ask know that. you were there? What would, how, when would you realize it? And we kind of explore that. Okay. And, you know, it's amazing the things that happen when people actually will start looking at what is my thought of a perfect world. Most people haven't thought about that before. 
Are most people content right where they are, doctor? I mean, you're a PhD, licensed mental health counselor. You're in the trenches every day. You work with people. Tell me, do they feel like they've arrived or is there a general feeling of of kind of uh, depression when it comes to their success, what they've succeeded in in life? You know, I don't feel like a lot of people feel like, yes, I have arrived. Okay. Um, I feel what I happens either. is they are just settling with where they're at and they yes. don't feel like they could have better. Right. So they're just staying in, under this bar, which is leading them to feel the, those feelings of depression and not having motivation right. and just feeling like quicksand and they're sinking every you know year, they're a little bit further down that quicksand pit. So what I found is most people who get stuck there, it's because they fail to dream big. Right. Because they've settled. That's they've what settled. you're saying. Somewhere in the line, either someone told them this is right. all you could get or that something they've surmised in their own world, and they believe it. Yes. You know, when a house is built, it takes a few years sometimes, but it it starts to settle. Mm-hmm. You know, it settles down, and, and sometimes, and a lot of times, cracks develop, and things happen. The, the place just kind of, you know, it's it's settling down. I, I, it's kind of a metaphor for what happens in people's lives, don't you think? Do you want it to go? It does. And then, you know, as life is going, you're right, those settling cracks are coming. And then, oh, now we, you know, we might need to upgrade the wiring. Things are starting to go wrong with right. it. And that's with our, our lives. And so, yes. our house, our life could be that condemned house that, right. you know, has the bars on it because it's been taken over by the rodents and destruction. Oh, yuck. Or <laughs> we can learn how to. Do the new wiring and replace <laughs> right. the air conditioning in our lives so that we can sustain that house. You know, you can go see old historical homes. Love it. I just went through Savannah too. on our, our trip oh, coming back. And oh, wow. beautiful homes that have stood oh, yes. pre-Civil War. Beautiful. And they've been maintained. And they're right. gorgeous. And then you'll see some that maybe were only built 40 or 50 years ago. And they are such shanties and falling down and falling right. apart. And so, and it's about that maintenance. It's maintenance. Dreaming big is life maintenance. Life maintenance. I like that. And that's really very true. But so many people don't even bother to do that because, as you just said, they're settling for just the way it's always been. Absolutely. You know, one of my favorite quotes, and I really love, comes from Michelangelo. And he says, Michelangelo, the painter? Yes. Whoa. And he says, The greater danger for most of us lies not in setting our aim too high and falling short, but in setting our aim too low and achieving that mark. (laughs) The boy, isn't that true? And that is true. And so many times I'll see people and when we'll talk about what do you expect out of life? What are you wanting out of life? What is your ultimate idea of life? And it's very low expectation. Right. You know, just be able to pay the bills and, you know, get through week by week. That should not be our aim in life. Oh, no. Our, I mean, we should aim high. Look at Michelangelo painting, right? Yes. Sistine Chapel. Yes. And, and I've heard it said, and maybe you know, that he was up on scaffoldings type things, lying on his back for long periods of time. Yeah, and kept with a humongous project with not the technology that we would know today. And yet we know his name how many hundreds of years after Isn't he Isn't that lived. amazing? Obviously, he had a dream. He could see what it was going to look like in his head, mm-hmm. probably, I would think. I don't know that much about him, so that's why I'm, I'm throwing that out at you. I don't know. Uh, I would imagine he was a big visionary to be okay. able to complete such a task. Yes. So you got to have a vision. You said that word, visionary, vision. Okay, what's a vision? Because a lot of people maybe have never even heard of that term or, or really can understand it. You know, a vision is where we can really just imagine the details okay. of something we want to accomplish or somewhere we want to go. What does it look like? You know, sometimes I'll talk to people and they'll tell me, oh, my dream or my bucket list. Sometimes we'll use yeah, our I, dreams as our bucket list. Bucket list, yeah. They'll tell me, oh, I want to travel the world. That's wonderful. Where do you want to go? Well, I don't know. You're not visioning that. Yes. Traveling the world. You know, when right. someone would ask me that, I'm like, oh, well, I want to go through the tea. No, to Tahiti, and I want to go through Italy and the Holy Land, and I want to see New Zealand. And I mean, I can imagine how how I want to travel to these places. That's the vision, right? Okay. So for a person who just needs to improve their standard of living, let's say, uh, get a better job, get a better home, can they relate to dreaming big? Everybody that has breath and can dream. Everybody and dream that has big. breath. Okay. Everyone that, right. And everyone can benefit from dreaming big. Okay. So I love that things that can apply to everyone. Right. Because 
it's a blanket thing. So there's no one exempt from this this principle here. Okay, so what about the person who says, but I'm afraid that if I put this out there on paper or tell a relative or a spouse and then nothing ever happens, then I'm going to look stupid for even caring to dream big. Yeah, I get a lot of the what ifs when we talk about dreaming. And that's one that usually comes up. And one of the things I tell you, you don't have to share with anybody. Right. It can be your secret, right? You don't have to write it down if that's what you don't want to do. Right. You can dream and keep it all in your mind. Yeah. Yeah. So, but a lot of people throw in the towel long before they have even gotten off of their, you know, yes. square one. Absolutely, with their vision, they do. You know, they have thrown in the towel. You know, maybe they've had this thought of maybe some job that they might want or some standard of living they might want, and reality isn't anywhere near there. So they're like, forget it. I can't do that. That's impossible. Right. And they throw in the towel before they've taken a step, or if they've hit their first roadblock. Right. That's it. I'm done. I told you it couldn't be done. Right. And they're almost like looking for that excuse to not pursue it. (coughs) Exactly. Yes. Um, This weekend I was talking to one of my um, extended family members and he was telling me about his sister and her husband. And the husband started at like right out of high school working at a brake place, you know, where you fix brakes for Mm -hmm. the cars. And he was just a technician. And now he's mid-40s, and he owns the place. And he had a goal from the beginning that he wanted to, you know, really do something like this with his life. And here he is a few years later. I mean, it's taken a lot of work and a lot of time. But but they ha- he and his wife have put all their effort into this business, and it's extremely successful in this town. Very successful. But it, he was t- as he was telling me the story, it relates to this because as a young person, this, this man, this gentleman, saw what he wanted in his life, what he wanted his life to look like financially, et cetera. And what he did was take small steps yes. moving towards that. Yeah, he didn't walk in as the owner of the business. He walked in as working on the brakes of a car. <laughs> and and took those steps towards right. that dream. And. You know, and dreams are meant to be long-term yes. things. They, and that's one of the problems I think that people have is because we we live in the Burger King society. Yes. You know, I want oh, it my yes. way. I want it now. And that's not how dreams work. Right. Um, and so if I can't have it now, I'm not even going to try. But a lot of people, there's, there's almost like, doctor, correct me if I'm wrong, a stigma to a dreamer. Oh, absolutely. You know, it's like you can say, well, you know, I'm going to dream big this year. I'm going to, and somebody will just try to shoot you down, right, as quick as you get it out of your mouth, right? Absolutely. There's a huge stigma. You know, anytime, you know, that somebody tries to do something outside the box of cultural norms or social norms. Yes. Yeah, there's a lot of negativity that can get spewed at us because, first of all, a lot of times people want that same thing too, but they don't want to put the work in it to get it. Exactly. So they don't want you to have it either because I'm not willing to do it. Right. And if you could accomplish it, that means I could have and, well, I'm not willing to do the work. So a lot of people expect very little from life, right? They do. You know, they they built this normal life. I hate hate the word normal. Word normal. 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 You know, so they just, they're satisfied with, let me just be normal. Let me just work the normal job, pay my normal bills, live a normal house, have my 2.5 kids and my dog and whatever normal in our culture is supposed to look like. And that's kind of the standard and they just get complacent. That's the goal. Complacency. But the problem is they also look at others who have dreamed big, have accomplished something. And a lot of times jealousy just... Woo, causes all kinds of problems because they've they've settled, but they they get upset or jealous or envious of the person who didn't settle. Oh, absolutely. So when you know a personal dreamer that is really working towards that dream and is making headway to get right. there, it can definitely cause some issues with other people because oh, definitely. they weren't they settled. Yep. And yep. they traded in their dreams for what this normal life should look like. And they sold themselves short. You know, back when we were uh, conceptualizing this show, back in summer of 2014, we talked about the name that we chose, Go Yard, which means hitting a home run in life, baseball, 
knows this term, you know, ah, he just went go yard, and that means the ball just went out of the park, okay? It wasn't a single, it wasn't a double, it wasn't a triple, it went out of the park, and it, it was a home run. How does that apply, the go yard life, in this kind of topic that we're talking about here? Well, this kind of topic, I think, is the backbone to a go yard life. Okay. Because living go yard, hitting a home run, is dreaming big and working and moving in that momentum to get there. So baseball players decide they go, they get up to the majors and they're, and somebody says, you know what, you would be a great singles hitter. Just hit singles the rest of your life, and we'll be happy with that. No. That no. does not happen, does it? No, but it happens in life with people oh, who are like, gosh. I'm just going to settle for this. Yes. This is right. it. Yeah. Or the guy that says, oh, I just think I'll be a bunter, you know, and just bunt balls barely like two feet out. No, that's never the standard, is it? Every time a player is up to bat, they are thinking about that go yard. They're that's thinking right. about hitting it all the way and getting go yard. Okay, what do we want to see when we watch a baseball game? Because I'm a big baseball fan. You are too. We've yes. been to games together. So what do we want to see? Of course we want to see those home run hits. Those are like the most we, amazing moments. Especially if there's somebody on base. I mean, we love that. We go nuts. We throw our popcorn and we get we're crazy. standing up and we're yelling what and we're crazy say, looking. And, unless you're a race fan, of course, and that's when they only hit home runs with nobody on. So, oh, yeah, you, you, you are you, bad. You definitely want to see runners when scoring position and, and them getting hits and getting home runs. But isn't that... I'm just the, telling the truth here. Well, I know you are, <laughs> but isn't that the past for the Rays? We've got a new year, right? Well, we got a new year. We'll see what happens. Exactly. I thought they so, would have 90 wins last year, but that didn't happen no, either. No, I know. So, it was uh, kind of a disappointing year. Those things happen, yes. but I'd be willing to bet that the staff, the coaching, and everybody else is not thinking that we're going to have a nasty, awful, worse than last year year. They're not I hope thinking not. that. Right? I hope not, because it's boring baseball. <laughs> <laughs> you know all too well. I do. Yeah, so thank you for your input there, Pete. So people, we go to games. We want to see the home runs. We want to see Evan Longoria knock it out of the park absolutely cetera, right? we're looking for the big plays we're looking <laughs> right. for the excitement because it, it just rallies the fans behind that team when those big oh, big yeah. moments are happening yeah and it's interesting i think in sports a lot of times we say in reference to the bucks or the rays we had a lot bad game or we won we use we Right. We associate ourselves with that team, right? Yes, we, we wear do. jerseys that say the Bucks or the Rays, right? Or the New England Patriots. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> we can't mention them. But anyway, uh, aside from that, and uh, of course we... The eventual Super Bowl champions, I'm just saying. <laughs> right. I'm sorry. We respect, we respect their abilities. But anyway, we do associate with dreamers. We do associate with people who do well. We like it, even though there's a part of our humanity probably that's somewhat jealous or envious. It, it would have seemed like sometimes. Absolutely. And, you know, it's funny that you mention it because when you're right, when that team wins, even our feeling, when our team wins, you know, our countenance is happy and right. we smiles on our face and we're excited. And that's when they really lose. True. It's like, and it was funny because my, my boss is a huge Cowboys fan. And, you know, on oh, days yeah. when they lost, I did not want to come to work because I knew <laughs> it was not going to be happy day in the office. Right. And our whole moods and emotions can surround the success of our sports teams. That's or, right. You know, things that we're get, wanting yep. to get behind. And the same concept applies to us as individuals. Yes, it does. So there's an excitement when our team wins. There's an excitement when we meet a goal. When we think big or think outside the box, talk to me about thinking inside the box. That's where a lot of people are stuck. Yeah, a lot of people are stuck in the box. There's no doors on the box. No, there's not. So the box is just living to what society says you should do. What society has proclaimed as normal, the lifestyle, the quality of life we should have. That's that's the box. And that's where a lot of people stay. Okay, this is what I should have because somewhere I've picked up that either messages from my family of origin that this yes, is this yes. is normal or this is where I should be or for my culture or my where I live. We pick those messages up and then we put them in a box. And that's right. what we aim to live in is I just want to get in the box so I can be normal like everybody else. And get everybody's acceptance and love. Well, yeah, because you're doing it like most people around you. Right. The difference is dreamers. Don't know that there's a box that even exists. (laughs) I love it. Okay. I love that. And they're willing to think way outside the realms of normal or the realms of the box to go for something that 
that some of yes. them have never even visioned before or thought could be possible. Oh, before. yeah, exactly. Um, how about the person who grows up in a small town? I mean, a small town of a few hundred people, and it's expected that they stay there, which happens all over this country oh, sure. in rural areas. And yet there's no real jobs you know, a lot of times it's difficult. Right. And they're putting them, they're settling in that box is what they're allowing themselves yep. to do. And so there are amazing stories. There's hundreds of stories. People that have done anything great have thrown, not even looked at the box and have gone way beyond yes. that box. And we wouldn't have so many of the products or the places or the books or all those things we enjoy came because someone dared to dream. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so in a lot of kids, little kids, they don't know about the box, right? No, they haven't, they haven't <laughs> learned the box yet. My little great granddaughters, the twins, they're three and they decided they want to be doctors. Okay. Now, I don't know if that's going to stick, but they wanted doctor kits for Christmas and all of that. And, and they're already thinking about what they're going to do when they grow up, you know, three, three years old. And that's so common. And, you know, the funny thing is you can walk into any kindergarten class, preschool mm -hmm. class, you know, young, you know, young childhood class and talk to the kids and, oh, what do you want to do? What do you want to be? And they will have the most amazing thoughts. You know, right. I'm going to be an astronaut. I want to do like really big dreaming things. Yes. And you know what? And what do we tell them? You can do and be anything you want. We tell them that. We do. But do we mean it? I don't. We don't. Because when they become teenagers and they're still thinking, oh, I want to be, you know, a musician. And the parents like, oh, you need to find a job that's going to make money. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, a real <laughs> one. Or I want to be an artist. Oh, no, maybe you should, you know, do economics instead so you can get a job. We're squashing those. And exactly. we're telling them, no, you can't be or do anything you want. Right. And we're putting them in the box. Right. And then we lose that ability to dream. As adults. It, it, that's exactly right. One of my grandsons is six. His name is Mason. And he's grown up uh, near his grandfather who has this big farm. And Mason's he's been riding the tractor forever. And uh, so recently he had a birthday and I was there and we were going through a catalog. It's a tractor catalog of all the tractors that he wants and everything. And so, I don't know, at some point somebody said, well, what do you want to be when you grow up, Mason? He goes... I'm already a farmer. He's six years old. I'm already a farmer. But he farms. I mean, he really does. He gets out there and he does it. But he has already seen, this is what I want. I'm going to have this tractor. It's going to be like this. This kid's six years old, and he's already dreaming big on equipment and everything else, which is kind of cool. Well, and that is children have that amazing ability yes, to not they? only dream it but they can give you details they can picture <laughs> it they really know what it is that they're dreaming about and as we're growing and aging and you know society is shaping us more into normal right we lose it it's gone you know it's really serious when somebody destroys somebody else's dream right and it happens all the time in families and i would propose especially in families of areas where everybody stays and and settles in the same uh, you know what i'm trying to say oh, without yeah. saying you know, families that might have the same family business or the right. you know rural town you know yeah some of those family yes that become they're more interdependent families and right you know, we are yeah. and one the, for all all for one kind of mentality oh, yeah and and if anybody dares move away a thousand miles away or two thousand miles away to pursue their dream could be pretty bad for some of those people. It can be difficult. And, you know, but I think more than other people destroying our dreams, I think we ourselves are our worst enemy. Do you? Because yeah. we don't even dare to do it. Right. We don't even dare to take the dream on. Right. No. Because so often we're afraid. Right. Would you say that fear of failure is one of the biggest reasons people don't pursue their dreams? Fear of failure is definitely one of the big, is a very big reason why people don't pursue their dream or could be all kinds of things that hold people back. But usually we're the ones that hold us back. Sometimes we just think, oh, this is silly or this is unrealistic. And maybe we might not see ourselves as mature people. If I'm dreaming, that must mean I'm still like a child. So they oh, see it as yeah. an immaturity. Right. And it's not. Right. It's, it's being visionary. It's being forward thinking, you know, and they kind of stifle it within themselves because they see it as a negative right. thing to be able to dream and go forward. And so 
you know, just because something goes against the grain of our culture <coughs> or runs in the opposite direction of societal norms, it doesn't mean that it's not that it's impossible and it doesn't mean we shouldn't try. Exactly. But the reason people will give you for not trying is that I'm too busy. I work too many hours. I I've I've got too many responsibilities financially. I can't do this or I can't do that. A lot of people I think are limited by their own what they think are their own limitations financially or whatever, right? Absolutely. You know, and dreaming doesn't mean I have it right now. You don't have it now. That's why you're dreaming about it. And so your current situation may be completely the opposite of where your dream might really be. And that's okay. Yeah. And I do. I see, you know, you know, even working in therapy, I would say, I mean, I don't have statistics, but I it's so rare to find someone that can dream and just start taking those steps. But the ones who do it, it's amazing to watch the changes in their lives. Oh, yeah. So dare to dream. That's what we're talking about tonight. Woo, we're going to go to a break right here, and we're coming back in a minute, and I'm going to ask Dr. Angel about her dreams. <laughs> we'll be right back on Go Yard. Don't go anywhere. a.m. Your kids are sleeping asleep and your clock radio's just gone off. Who do you want the eye man to be screaming about? <laughs> What's going to wake you up and me slapping you alongside your head? If you thought the eye man was dead, <laughs> you lost. The eye man is back in Tampa Bay on the stations of the Tan Talk Network. Catch Imus in the morning right here. Be the fan who doesn't hold back. Be the first to offer a high five. Be the kid at heart who dreams of taking the ice. Be the guy who's proud to be in way too deep. Be unashamed and unabashed and completely unhinged. Be the heart and soul, the inspiration and motivation. Be the Thunder. Be the Thunder this Thursday. Lightning versus Predators, 7.30 p.m. Tickets at tampabaylightning.com. This is Megan, an independent ambassador for Plexus, the pink drink. There is finally a healthy solution to help you lose weight. It's a most natural product that will burn fat, not muscle. People around the country are experiencing amazing results, and you can too. Check out my Independent Ambassador website for my contact info, testimonials, and product information at mkramer, K-R-A-M-E-R, dot myplexus, P-L-E-X-U-S, products, dot com. Prompt professional service is what you will receive when you allow Marsha McAllister of Charles Rittenberg Realty to help find that perfect home or list your home for sale. With over 23 years of experience in the Tampa Bay area, you will enjoy a smooth transaction from start to finish. Call Marsha today at 727-417-0707. Now is a great time to buy or sell a home. Call Marsha McAllister at 727-417-0707. Don't turn it off now. You need this stuff. Tampa Bay's Tantalk Radio Network. Man, what'd you do? And he said, I went skydiving. I went rocky Love that song. I went skydiving just like former President George Bush did many years ago at age 80. Pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Yes. And tonight we're talking about dreaming big on this first show of 2017. And the fact that a lot of people have no dreams. And so basically they settle for things in their life. Jobs they don't like. I've heard all my life, I've heard people say, I hate my job, I hate my job, I hate my job. And I got to say, both my jobs, real estate and the ministry, I love what I do. And now this third job of, of radio, I mean, I love what I do. And I am blessed because so many people do not like what they do every single day. They get up in this drudgery. Absolutely. You know, when I hear that, I'm like, let's do something about it. Yeah. Let's change it. <laughs> And they look at me like I've got 16 heads and they're all green. That's right. But we have to start doing something different if yes. we want to be different. What about the person who says, "My, if I dreamed big, it would scare me? You know what? It, it, it should scare you. It should? You know what? Here's the thing. If your dreams don't scare you, 
then they're not big enough. Whoa, explain that. Well, that's where we talk about setting that bar. That right. Michael, we'll go back to that Michelangelo quote where people set the bar too low and they achieve it right. instead of too high, you know, and we yeah. need, and we're settling for too low. So if your dreams aren't scary to you right now, then yeah. they're not big enough. Okay. Dreaming big, huge, just like, you know, that Kia commercial. Huge. Oh I want my you, gosh. I know, I know. It annoys me. But I want but you to think right. that. You know, he's right, you know. And that's where we're needing to get yeah. to dream. And, it, you know, it it's okay if it's impossible. It, it could look impossible, totally outside the scope of what reality is. Yeah. It's okay. Okay, so why should we dream big? I, I want to talk to you personally a minute. Okay. Because you did not grow up uh, with a dream of being a Ph.D., and a licensed mental health counselor, and now an author. Did you? No, I did not. Or a radio host. No, I did not. Okay. Were any of those things in your, um, you know, dream wheel? Yeah, no. Okay. Yeah, no. Not at all. All right. So what did, at, at age, let me just ask you personally, okay. at age 15, what did you think you would be? Oh, gosh. Age 15. You know what? I was working at Winn-Dixie, and I just thought I was going to stay put and work up the chain in the grocery store. Did you? Yes, I okay. did. Okay. And in the t- local town where you grew up. Mm-hmm. Okay. What changed that? A lot. Well, I had a child. Okay. And then I wanted more. At a, young, more, age. At a okay. young age. And I wanted more for him. So I went to college. Aha. Uh-huh. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. And I went to college to be a teacher. All right. And I taught for several years. Yes. And then... I and dream- kept having children. And kept having kids. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did keep doing that. <laughs> and, you know, and then it was like this role of counseling just kind of started naturally happening. Like people my, would, my life would come to me and share things, but I right. wasn't really equipped to, you know, guide them. And I'm like, people naturally trusted me. You know, I felt like I had the invisible letter, like, tell me your life story kind of thing. <laughs> like people in the grocery store would just start, you know, talking about losing their husband and, you know, crying, their, telling me their whole story. And I'm like, I've got to do something about this. Yes. And I did. So it resonated with you that there was something to these opportunities that kept presenting themselves to you, right? Absolutely. They were opportunities, but I was so ill-equipped to have handled what was going on. So it just became like, it felt like a calling. And so okay. I went into school to pursue that. And after then, you were a teacher. After I was a teacher, while I was teaching and my children were small and I homeschooled my kids for several years. And so I was a busy girl. And then, oh my then I learned to dream. So it was about almost 30 before I learned to really dream. Anything prompt that? I don't know if it was just that life. I'm almost 30 and thought it was really, really old when I was almost, <laughs> I was really sad about turning 30. I wish I could do that one again. Um, and then I learned to dream. And then I set huge dreams. I'm going to be a doctor. I'm going to have a published book sitting in the Library of Congress. I'm going to, you know, and I just started dreaming huge things. Did you things. write these down? Um, yes, I did. I made, <laughs> I did write them down. Actually, I used pictures. I made myself a dream board and I hung it. And, and during that time of my life, my marriage was falling apart. My reality totally could not match my yeah. dreams at yeah. all. Not, not at all. There was right. no... It was very incongruous. So you um, couldn't see that because you were on this right path. My whole gonna... life in front of me was crumbling. Okay. And here I'm dreaming of these huge things that seemed really huge because I was the first person in my family to walk into a college. Wow. Let alone have all the degrees I even had at that, that point. Right. And to keep going forward. So I dare to like, okay, and I want to have, you know, my PhD by the time I'm four, before my son graduates high school, I'm going to have a PhD. I'm going to have a published book. I'm going to have, um, this is where I'm going with it. Right. And I did. I know. I did. <laughs> and you're still on going with all these dreams. But that dream, that keeping that dream alive, when I was going through some of the most terrible times in my life, where in my 30s, you know, my whole world that I knew fell completely apart. Yeah, it was, those were rough years. I think that they are for a lot of people, the, especially and, people that get married young like you yes. and I did. You know, and I'm just trying to figure out, you know, I mean, I lived off peanut butter sandwiches for probably six months of my life just yeah. so I could feed my kids. And here I've got these dreams. Right. But I kept them and I kept them right by my bed. And no matter what was happening around me, I kept looking at that. That's okay. where I'm going. Are you saying you never once doubted your dreams? I doubted my dreams all the time, but I still exactly. looked at them. Okay. So even though that that's a normal thing, that's what I want our listeners to hear. Even though when we dream big, it's normal 
to have those times where you go, this is just never going to happen. This is just not going to happen. I am not going to be able to accomplish this. There's just no way. No, nothing. Everything's working against me, not for me, right? Absolutely. And, and that was the truth of the reality. Happened but to I me too. kept looking and I kept saying, this is where I'm trying to get to. And I would take small, tiny steps along the way. Right. And I kept going there. The thing is, you got up every morning and you did it. I did. And don't you think, doctor, and maybe I'm wrong, but because you've counseled a lot more people than I have through the years. But I think that a lot of people settle, as we've talked about. But I also think there's an, an element of laziness and complacency that sets in to a lot of people when they, you know, yeah, maybe they've had their dreams, but they don't see things happening quick enough. You mentioned the Burger King mentality or the instant microwave society that we are now living in. Don't you think a lot of people just, they get weary of the weight you know, I think they do. They do get weary of the weight. And I think what happens is people want to only look with the eyes of reality in the moment. And when your reality today does is not matching where you're trying to go, then you just mark that, oh, mission impossible, forget it. I'm not going to put energy to something that can't ever happen. Is part of that because of the reality shows and the entertainment that we have been in now for quite a while? Where you see the ugly, yucky stuff in reality shows. I'm really not a fan of reality shows. But, because a lot of times I think they're they're rigged anyway. But, right bef- when you see things right before your eyes that don't match up with your dream. Talk to me about that. Because so many people do that. They mm-hmm. see it. They see what they call reality. And their dream kind of goes out the window. Well, it does. And I think what's happening is they're exerting so much energy just to kind of keep status quo, to keep their head above water, that why am I going to put energy over here? Because that's not really real. Uh, Right. Exactly. And they're only looking for the real in the moment real. Right. And we have to get beyond that. We have to think bigger than that. Right. Because if you're only exerting energy in this real in the now moment, then that's all you're going to get is exactly. real in the now moment unless you're one of the very few fortunate people that have, you know, the hit the lottery or something and are able to realize some of those dreams. Uh, do you think that a part of dreaming big is visualizing? You said storyboards. Talk about that. I love, I used, to me, I'm a very visual person. I like pictures and I used I took a piece of poster board sure. and I found pictures of magazines, island magazines, all the places I wanted to visit. I had the doctorate person graduating. I had that library congress with a book in front of it. Like <laughs> I was very specific in what I wanted to do. Right. And I made a huge collage and I hung it right next to my bed. Wow. So I could see that every night before I go to bed and every morning when I wake up. And it gave me huge. momentum. Huge. So I'm in a storm of storms. But I know where I'm trying to get to. And first of all, it kept my focus off the crap I was in in the moment. Right. And it gave me hope for a future. Vision is so important, you know. And and very few people, it seems to me, really realize their visions, you know. And and I don't know. Talk to me about that. I, uh, You know, why should people dream big, doctor? Why should they? You know, there's so many benefits to dreaming big. Okay. There's so many benefits. First of all, what you think you become. That's right. That is exactly thoughts right. Are, we have done, I don't know how many shows we've done. We're yes. talking about our thoughts. Thoughts are so powerful. Oh. You know, and so when I'm thinking about something big, right. I am making, I'm realizing that in those moments. So mm-hmm. what we're thinking about, it changes our attitude. It does, doesn't it? changes it? how we see things in our world. Because now all of a sudden I'm in the middle of, you know, my life crumbling, but it's now it's an opportunity for me to like a puzzle for me to figure out how to get out of this so (laughs) I can get over there. Right. And it had become, um, well, was me. Oh my gosh, I'm so depressed. My life stinks right now. It became, okay, I've got all this mess. What, what can I do to get going out through this so I can start getting over there? So you start learning to strategize and you're thinking more positively instead of focusing on all the junk. Right. And as you make progression, progress on this dream fulfillment, you have some successes along the way, right? You said you were a teacher for a while. I was. You know, and the funny thing is, is so no, you accomplished the I first did. college degree in your family. Yes, I did. Right? 
Yes, and you didn't is. stay in the same town or the same no, state? No, I do live in the same town I grew up in. Oh, that's right. That's okay. I'm, they're I'm, not around here. I, I am. Yeah, they, <laughs> they all moved they're away. the ones that moved away. That's right. Okay. But... But you did start seeing some accomplishments happen, right? I did. And they were very small. But every small little victory was another step towards where I wanted to go. Right. You know, each class I took was a next step to, you know, a PhD. Every paper that I wrote that I learned to write a little bit, you know, finite that writing better was helping me refine those skills for my book. Like each thing I was doing was getting me a step closer. A step further. Right. Exactly. You know, I just was drawn the other day to the story of David and Goliath in the Bible. We don't talk about the Bible much here on the show, but it really applies. There's most people in this world know of David and Goliath, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's a very popular story. Right. Okay. And it's interesting that when Goliath is up there taunting, oh, you little thing, you can't, you're, you know, you're not going to, you know, kill me. Are you crazy? David says some really, this is what's going to happen to you. Right. He's got that vision. Okay. He's got that dream of what's going to happen. And then he says I, to King Saul, I killed a, a bear and a lion with my bare hands. So this is nothing to me. You see? Absolutely. So talk to me about so that. Each success. Each success. Or victory gives yes. us yes. more momentum and power. Right. To handle the next obstacle that will gain more success in each one. It's like walking a set of stairs. It is. And we're going higher with each time we've had an issue and we've learned to strategize right. around it or deal with it or get learn a lesson or how not to do something to get to it. We're exactly. learning something in that moment, although it's usually painful and kind of not fun to be in those moments. But we've taken the next step up our, our ladder right. towards our goal. So even every obstacle we're faced with is getting us a step closer. And both killing the bear and the and the lion really encouraged him that he could do this, right? And Absolutely. Then, and then it came out of his mouth. This is what I've been hearing in my heart this week. It came out of his mouth the positive thing. And I, and dreaming big, I think you've got to be so careful about what comes out of your mouth. You do because we we need the positive. When we start talking negative, we become negative. We yes, you know, yes. we become what we think. We become what we say. Right. You know, thoughts becomes words. And so we have to dare to dream big. We have to not only dream big, but we have to envision those details. There's some the power details. in the details. Yes. Don't tell me you're traveling. Where are you going? What are you going to do? What are you going to visit? Um, you know that old phrase? I just heard it on TV the other day, the devil's in the details. Okay. Yes, I've heard that before. Okay. That is a connotation that's negative, right? Right. I think we need to, to say the, the victory is in the details. Absolutely. That's where right? the strength is. That's where your success is. Because when you have details, then when those things happen, you go back and check it off in your little journal or wherever. Okay, got that. That happened. How many degrees do you have right now? Uh, so are two bachelors, two masters, and a PhD. So okay, five. you have five college degrees. Okay. Coming from a situation home that, did that was not what you came from no that okay. was not what i came from and i would imagine there were some negative comments to you as you were pursuing all this oh yes that i should be focusing on my children or well how do you why do you think you can go to college you know all those you know this is impossible or you know all kinds of stuff i got a lot of negative messages exactly yeah and because i pushed through i wanted a new legacy for my kids i wanted it better <laughs> for them that I wanted to make my life better so their life would be better. So originally it wasn't even about my dreams. It was just about giving my kids the best because as a mom, that's all I could think of. Sure. I want the best for them. You know, and now I have, you know, children who are grown and are, you know, starting to lay their own seeds of success in their lives. Right. And that's amazing to me. Oh. That's part of our legacy. But you see, they children and grandchildren and great-grandchildren, they do watch what we've done and what we haven't done, right? Absolutely. And when we say we're going to do this and we accomplish this, then it's like, oh, oh, okay, I can do that too. Or I can do something big. Oh, when we have seen somebody who's done it, Absolutely. It even gives us more strength because now we know it's it's tangible at this right. point, you right. know, that it empowers us even more. 
to go working towards what we're trying to get to. And Absolutely. So you're right. So when we dream big and we start taking those steps, even if we haven't arrived at that final destination, we are empowering everybody our life that's, touches. That's the point. That's what I'm trying to say. We have no clue how many people we are affecting when we step out and dare to dream, dare to visualize, dare to say the right things coming out of our mouths to stop being negative. I'll never amount to hill of beans. Nobody in my family ever did. You know, stop that stuff, you know, and begin to dream and when we dream, it precedes the reality, doesn't it? It you comes have to first. dream before you can have the reality. You know, very few people just have this amazing reality. Right. Um, it starts with a dream. You know, yeah. one of my favorite examples of some of this is Walt Disney because he is such an amazing dreamer. I mean, he has the imagine the Imagineers. He invented the coin the term the Imagineers are the right. people who are dreaming the concepts that go in oh, his park. That's cool. And, you know, he was fired from his first job for not being creative. Whoa. The man who created one of the most creative empires that we know in our culture today. Right. And left such an amazing legacy of creativity. Oh, that's cool. Was fired, fired. for not being creative enough. Whoa. And he could if he would have stopped there and said, you know what? They're right. I'm not creative enough. I need to just, you know, maybe be an accountant or something. Yeah. Just settle. What would our culture have lost. Oh, wow. That's excellent. I love that. What about Thomas Edison? Didn't he have many, many failures oh, on the so light bulb? many failures. I don't know the specific numbers <laughs> offhand, but it was, I Huge. think, near like a thousand failures. Yeah. And then when they interviewed him, he's like, well, I learned 999 ways how not, not to, do to do it. it. <laughs> and it was still a positive remark. Yes, yes. Or yeah. Oprah Winfrey, you know, she Oprah. is huge, owns her own network, you oh, know. She yeah. Oprah's, she's you know, great. Definitely a modern... Um, hero for a lot of people she was fired because she wasn't fit for television early in her career oh wow and had she took those words and said no maybe i shouldn't be you know on tv they're right blah 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 we what have the culture have lost and look at her now like she dared to dream big oh, and wow. said i'm going to take steps and even when i hit this roadblock i'm gonna take other steps exactly oh my gosh you're so motivating tonight dr angel I love it. And I hope our listeners are understanding this show and these shows. It's going to be more than one, obviously. It, it's for everybody. And, and anybody can do this. Anybody can dream. But people out there saying, you don't know my situation. I live on this. I live on this limited income. I... It doesn't matter who you are, where you are, mm. what you have, what you don't have. And it's free to dream. Whoa. It doesn't uh. cost anything. Hmm. Start dreaming. Get outside the box. Ask yourself those questions. If my world was perfect, what would my perfect? I like world? that. That's a good. Oh, you know, another question. thing I like to do is, if I were to die today, what would I want my obituary to say about me? Wow. You know, am I living the life? You know that song, "Live Like You're Dying." What if I found out today I had a year to live? What would I be doing with my time? What exactly. do I want to do? Those are some of those things that will lead to helping you dream. Exactly. Because if you're going to tell me, "Oh, I would," blah 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 blah. Okay, now you have a dream. You know, we just lost my brother-in-law a few weeks ago to cancer that he had battled eleven years, and the last video we have of him was like three days before he died. We didn't know he was going that quick. But he's sitting there, and my sister is filming him, and it happened to be his birthday. And she said, what do you want to say to the family? Live life every day like you mean it. It's his and last words, really. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. And that's what we need to do. And so many people just cut themselves short, Angel. They do. They just absolutely don't. Even take a moment, even at New Year's time, to dream big. They just don't. No, they don't. A lot of times they do not take. This is an opportunity. This is an opportunity for that brand new start. Let's make 2017 that year where I'm daring yeah. dream impossible. I don't even <laughs> care how outlandish it is. Start dreaming it. Think of the details. What is it going to look like? You know, we have a lot of us have computers in our homes or we can go to libraries where we can access, you know, the Internet. You can, I like, you know, I talk about taking my online vacations all the time. Start exploring some of those things and really learn the details of yes. what you want and start right. seeing it, envisioning it in your head and thinking about it because this right. is what we're trying to do. Our thoughts 
are powerful and we become what we think. Absolutely. So if your dreams don't scare you, they're not big enough. They're not big enough. (laughs) Okay. So let's, that's practically speaking. It's the first Thursday of, of January, 2017. Should people get a journal or should they talk about the store storyboarding? Like you were talking about what people can do this any way they're comfortable with. So if you're a journaler, get a little notebook. If you are vision, you know, you need like to see pictures, make a picture graph. You can do something in a computer and hide in a file. If you don't want somebody to see it, um, some way start working on dreaming big, big, huge. I want you to think of the huge commercial. I like that. And if this was your last year to live, is there anything you need and want to accomplish? Absolutely. What do you want people to say about you when you're gone? What mark do you want to leave? What's your legacy? My brother-in-law was sick for so long. And so he would say, on my tombstone, I wanted to say, I told you I was sick. (laughs) Just as a joke. But here we are with this opportunity right here with momentum, like you talked about. Coming into a new year, momentum, let's dream big. Yes. Let's make something happen. We've got so much more to talk about on this subject. We just introduced it, really, is all we did tonight. Yes, we did. And um, I really want our audience to know that I am absolutely blessed to do this show with you, Dr. Angel. You are such an inspiration to me and have been for a number of years. I've watched you through some (laughs) of this process, and I tell you, it's fun to watch you succeed. Well, you just got the book library of congress that just happened there's more coming on that there's several more books coming to all kinds of things which we'll tell our audience um soon but watching you succeed and being a part of that's pretty cool i love it well i'm grateful that you've been on this journey with me because you have been such an inspiration for me and well definitely huge piece of encouragement along the way we should be that for each other right we should encourage our audience to find people like that we want this show to be that. Absolutely. It's the go yard life. That's what we're talking about. So uh, last word, doctor. Uh, my challenge to you is dream big. So I want you to take this week and start thinking about where do you want to go? Dream the impossible. And if, they, if your dreams don't scare you, they're not big enough. That's what Dr. Angel says. And we agree. This has been Dr. Angel and Mama Mac bringing you Go Yard again tonight. See you soon. Good night. So I got a new lease on life.